0: Jasmina.
1: Jasmina. Yes. What's your name? Uh, my name is Steve Moy. My last Steve name. Boy? Boy, Moy. Moy, <laughs> M-O-Y. Uh, with my first
2: name, Noy. Noy, yeah. <laughs>
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only, Teresa.
2: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing?
1: I'll tell you how I'm doing. Let me tell you how I'm
2: doing. Tell me because I haven't seen you since like yesterday.
1: What do you mean you saw, you saw me this morning?
2: I mean, you were sleeping. Yeah. We didn't chat.
1: We didn't chat. We chatted before we jumped on the mics.
2: Quickly, briefly. Stop lying you to our busy- friends.
1: You're making it seem like our relationship is oh, non-existent. No, great.
2: I just went to work, went to the gym. You stayed home. You mm-hmm. didn't see a lot of each other. Okay. But now we're seeing each other and we can finally chat because every single time... I want to make a comment about what's going on on TV while we're watching. Yeah. He shushes me. Well,
1: I, say shush. save, I say save, for, shush. Shush. I say save it for the pod.
2: <laughs> yes, you do.
1: Right? It I'm thinking like, about our friends. I'm thinking about the pod. I, I want these thoughts to be fresh.
2: So I was saving all my thoughts. Yeah. And that's what I'm kind of saying, but we didn't really chat.
1: Oh, okay. I you thought you follow, follow? You follow? Yeah, I thought you were alluding to like, we're giving each other the silent treatment.
3: No, why or, would we?
1: I don't know. Or like I stormed out on you when we had a cat shark photo shoot scheduled.
2: No, we weren't that crazy. We, we don't have cats. Let's no. to begin with. And we would but not.
1: We would not do a photo shoot even if we did.
2: We had you were laughing at me last night when I said I'm gonna get up and go to the gym at five <laughs> yeah, thirty.
1: I said stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to me. Stop lying to yourself. Did and then you? Then you laughed. Did you? No. Exactly.
2: <laughs> but my alarm went off.
1: See, I slept through it.
2: Good for you. Yeah, I, I woke up and I was like, you know what? Let me think about it for a minute. So I was laying there thinking about it, and I fell asleep again.
1: Was the episode of Married at First Sight that bad that we're just talking about? It was pretty
2: bad. Not pretty bad. It was uneventful.
1: It was uneventful.
2: So besides the shark, photo shoot, and that whole fight.
1: Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is I've never missed. Chris and Alyssa as much as I missed them I this know. episode.
2: I was expecting more, especially because we had the big break last week. Yeah.
1: Well, I can't imagine the people that watch that. Yeah. Do you guys have nothing to do? And I'm sorry because <laughs> I'm sure a lot of our friends watched it, but sometimes these episodes are a struggle enough and you're going to go back and watch these yeah, episodes?
2: I I need more drama. So it was fun. We learned some new information about some peeps. Yeah. But overall, it was like
1: Meh. What about a sleeper? And I feel but we're like we're
2: going to make it fun.
1: Oh, we'll always make it fun. We're going to uh, try. I mean, we. I feel like we're hearing from more and more of you every week that say, we just listen to the pod.
2: Which I love. Every single time with a <laughs> comment like that, it makes me feel good because, yes, we podcast, we love it, we have fun. But we're not professional podcasters. We like to think that.
1: Well, we we take been, it we take it pretty seriously. We've
2: been doing it for a while, so yes, for sure. But there is always me thinking about like, oh my gosh, like do we sound good? Are we doing this well? Right. But your messages, guys, always make me very happy because hearing things like, Oh, the episode sucked, but I'm just gonna listen to you guys. Shout yeah. out to Missy. Yeah. Just beautiful.
1: Yeah. Well, it's beautiful leading, Teresa, to the ask, which I must ask of you (laughs) guys to follow us on social media at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, because that's where you can share your thoughts with us.
2: Absolutely. I
1: feel like we're in this together now at this point, and I don't think it's a bad season. I actually was really enjoying this season up until about episode 10. It's not bad,
2: but I always have to refer the Atlanta season because that one was just wild. I don't we didn't we, podcast, yeah, but we loved it. Yeah, but
1: there was way crazier seasons. I feel like than. Well,
2: Atlanta. yeah, but I'm thinking of more recent okay. seasons. Yeah,
1: yeah, but follow us on social media. Follow us at Married Reality Pod on Instagram, and let's just chat, okay? Because
2: absolutely, and we can like chat
1: during the episode if you want. You know, a lot of us were watching it. If you have thoughts during the episode, shoot us a message. We'll shoot back.
2: We'll reply thoughts. during commercials. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: um, but we're in this thing together and, and we're going to make it to the end together. I have hope. I think it's going to get pretty juicy. We saw some teases of the upcoming episode where like Dr. Pepper is in hiding, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. not to sidetrack, but some of you guys said, guys, you have to watch the Married First Sight Australia. Yeah. And it was on for a little bit last night. Then. I think we went to bed. I turned it off. Yeah, you said it's too much. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. TV, but it looks juicy.
1: It looks juicy. It was just, I, sorry, I can't watch another two hours or however long it was of Married at First Sight after I watched two hours of this.
2: Yes, but uh, we might watch it on the weekend or so for fun. Yeah. We we're thinking about podcasting, but unfortunately, that is only 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week. Yeah. <laughs> and... It's it's been a wild ride, guys.
1: We have a little self respect left for ourselves, Um
2: a but, little. so
1: I think we just have to at some point say, you know, we can't cover all this garbage. But uh, never say never. Never yes. say there won't be a special bonus episode. But we'll we'll try to watch as Absolutely. much as we can.
2: Absolutely. So thank you for the tip. I was gonna say
1: yes. Thank you for the tip. Thank you for the messages. That's at Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Make sure you're following so that when we do drop bonus episodes or when we do add more shows, you'll get them right to your phone, right to your device. So easy to follow the podcast. Look down. Smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as sushi's outfit because that was beautiful.
1: Which? The Hawaiian shirt? Which outfit?
2: sushi yeah the, dog. the, dog. Yeah, the first one that sushi got on after they showered him mm. it was a little hawaiian yeah i yeah, liked a it
1: hawaiian. yeah okay all wasn't right wasn't it
2: hot there's nothing <laughs> else hot in this episode so <laughs>
1: you say that every time you like scratch the bottom you're scraping the bottom of the barrel you're like uh there's nothing else hot in this. i mean like, tell I can-
2: me one thing that was hot
1: one thing that was sushi's
2: hot. outfit
1: you're putting me on the spot i am go I mean the the shark cat photo shoot.
2: Damn it, that was good.
1: Pretty hot, right? Ah,
2: I wish I said that. Set the but internets then, on fire. I mean, I'm a dog person, so oh, sh-
1: you be you be quiet. We don't need to lose any more listeners.
2: But I quiet. should have said it because I once did a dress as a shark for Halloween. Yeah. And John was a lifeguard, aka yeah. costume on a budget of twenty dollars. Yep,
1: yep. So I mean, that's how we all. That was hot. I thought. I thought Michael giving Jasmina a driving lesson. That was kind of fun.
2: That was fun, but that's not hot.
1: Neither was a dog dressed up in a shirt.
2: <laughs> in a dog shirt.
1: Not hot. Not not hot. Okay. You 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 are slacking. I'm just gonna no, come, no, out, no, I'm no. Gonna come out and say it's putting me on I'm gonna come out and say it right now. You are, are you me on slacking on your it like it's hot.
2: You are putting me on the spot.
1: <laughs> I'm not asking for you to come up with another one. I'm saying next time, put some thought into it.
2: Smash it like it's as hot as Linz's shopping skills. Because she buys all the veggies. And fruits. I
1: feel like you're slipping on your smashing like it's hot. It ah. used to be very hot, and now you're just there's nothing hot. Now you're just picking out a scene. Do and you saying, want me
2: to smash it as hot as you, or what? What are you trying no, to do? What are you saying, trying to I'm say, saying, are you trying to sneak yourself no, into my segment? No, I
1: would never do such a thing. But you're just picking a scene and saying like, smash it as hot as that I'm scene. I'm picking
2: go- good scenes. No,
1: you could have said smash it as hot as.
2: Like it's as hot as... Smash
1: it like it's as Don't hot... Don't
2: slug on the saying. Smash
1: it like it's as <laughs> hot as Katina falling out of the chair after she... But you m- see,
2: that's not hot. It's kind of... You and I have a different mm. perspective of hot.
1: Okay. Um. All right. Well, that's neither here nor there. We could go... We could do the entire episode like this.
2: I but- mean, I'm telling you... Ooh, I have a better one. <sighs> I have a good one. You're what? gonna you're gonna appreciate this okay, one. What? Probably. Sure. Smash like it's as hot as Sriracha's makeup. See, now that.
1: Sriracha. You could have just said smash like it's as hot as Sriracha.
2: Yes. The
1: name but I itself really ap- is, appre- is hot. That's
2: very true. But I really appreciated that was a well it was a wild makeup. I could never pull it off, but I could also never do it.
1: See, can I can I just request that you, you put that level of effort into it next time. You go through a couple, you workshop a couple, because you landed on an amazing one. True, but I... You have people wearing t-shirts. Folks, if you don't know this, we have a t-shirt. You can go to our website, meritrealitypodcast.com There's a t-shirt that says, smash it like it's hot. And people, it is one of our best-selling items. People are wearing this, smash it like it's hot t-shirt, and I feel like they're getting let down by, smash it like it's as hot as
2: Sushi's outfit. Sushi's Listen, shirt. I thought I came up with it yesterday as we were watching the app, and I wrote it down.
1: I know, but uh, and yeah, so workshop it workshop a little bit.
2: I know, so my mind kind of stopped. Yeah. And the, the, the
1: sriracha one's perfect.
2: Ah, I, I it's know. It's perfect. It's perfect.
1: Okay, that's what I was saying. That's the bar. That's where. I, that's where I think, because you're selling yourself shirt.
2: No, I shirt. don't. You're selling it, yourself
1: shirt. You're selling yourself <laughs> a s- sushi's shirt.
2: I am not. I think I just saw something that was relatively hot, aka okay, Sushi's outfit. Okay. And I just kind of was like, oof, I got it. And I moved on. And so when we got to Sriracha, mm-hmm. I just I didn't go there. Got you it. You see? All right. Well, okay.
1: You got to keep it it's, open-minded. You got to be open-minded. I should do.
2: But it's also... Um, I Especially mean, when
1: it comes to Sriracha.
2: This is how my brain works. I know. So let's just bear with me. Hey,
1: I'm here for you. I'm just always... Look how do we how do we push the envelope? Well, oh, I'm
2: we... going to push your envelope. Oh, you, you will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> all
1: right. Um, so, yes, smash it like it's hot as any of those things that we listed. Mm-hmm. You pick. It's dealer's choice today. Smash it like it's as hot as either or all, none. It's up to you. One last thing. If you haven't left a review, please do. And if, maybe if you have a smash it like it's hot you want to share with us, maybe you think something's super hot in the episode, let us know. Put it in the reviews, rate, review. It's the sweetest thing you guys can do for this podcast.
2: Absolutely. Besides
1: listen to it. So thank you so much. Thank you in advance if you haven't. That takes care of the housekeeping. Let's get into the episode. Episode 12, although it feels like episode 1200. Does it? Yeah, it feels like it's been a long season. Can you uh, Alyssa and Chris were on this season? It feels like it was another season they were on. You're it, right. Another season that I was really enjoying.
2: I thought people are gonna hate her forever, but I honestly I feel like Alyssa Who.
1: How quickly you forget, right? But
2: I need her back.
1: I need someone to do something.
2: I mean, can she hook up with Mark the Shark or something? Mm. Please. Uh huh. Please mm-hmm. do something dramatic for us.
1: Come back, make a triumphant return, just be in the apartment. We saw Chris. That's all you wanted. Chris was plant <laughs> shopping.
2: Yeah, that's all you ever wanted, Alyssa, to live in that apartment building.
1: Alyssa, yeah. Anyway, let's start with Katina and Elijah Juan. We have Katina knocking on Jasmine and Michael's door. She's paying them a visit because we picked up where we left off with the whole dating app debacle, mm-hmm. right? And we know the story. We know why Elijah Juan got mad and stormed out of that dinner. It was we because know. We know. We watched the episode. Katina... She's going to fill Michael and Jasmine in because they're not watching along with us. They're living this. Yes. Okay. So they don't know what happened, what that fight was all about. She goes and explains, well, Elijah Juan looked at my phone. He saw I had a dating app on it. He freaked out. And she says, I showed him. I opened up my phone. I clicked on it. And it was just the login page, which she's trying to say means she wasn't active on it.
2: I mean... I don't think she was. Listen, they've only been married for a month, right? Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if it's going to last. Why would you delete the app? Delete it on your phone, log out, See, don't but that, use it. But that's where I well, disagree. I mean, that's where I
1: disagree. Because it's almost worse that she logged out and didn't delete it. If she was truly logged out. Because she made the conscious decision, oh, I should log out of this. But she didn't make the, uh, she didn't commit to the decision to delete the app.
2: Let me ask you this. Yes. When did you delete Tinder?
1: Oh, I still have it. What? I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> after all these years?
1: Yeah. No, um, I think we had a discussion. I think we had Yeah, a but discussion. it
2: was months.
1: Because here's the, here's the thing. It was
2: after I asked you guys once again, <laughs> I asked John if he wants to be my boyfriend. And I think after that, when we got drunk somewhere and we talked about it like let's just like not do this whole tinder thing anymore
1: we should explain to our friends who don't know we met on tinder so i think it's a little bit of a different circumstance because it was clear that we were both on tinder because we met on tinder True. so there has to be or there should be that discussion hey i know we met on tinder but let's put an end to those shenanigans let's Mm -hmm. get off i think we talked about it
2: we did i haven't used tinder since we started going out like since like our like second date I wasn't on it anymore.
1: I only went on one. I went on one date after. You know this. I went on one date after I had gone. (laughs) (laughs) You should see her face. She's (laughs) so startled. I went on one date after I met you with a girl I had been dating before you. But that entire date with that other girl I was just thinking about you so after Aww. so after that I just put an end to it and yeah I, I never went on did another you ended
2: like a real New Yorker aka did you ghost her
1: absolutely
2: awesome that's my <laughs> As, boy over here that's absolutely. my boy yeah
1: and then she would just <laughs> continue to text like I, I'm not looking for anything serious I'm like well stop texting me like you clearly are looking for something like I, I'm I'm with another I'm very woman.
2: proud of you for being a real New Yorker at one point of your life.
1: Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> sure. Call it a New Yorker. Call it whatever you will.
2: I mean, uh, call New York is well known for ghosting. It's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Guys, if you don't know, it's a New York it's ba- thing. It's
1: basically like Salem, Massachusetts over there. So many ghosts.
2: <laughs> you know why? Because there are so many people that if you ghost someone, you will most likely never see them again. Yeah. Unless you did a code. I
1: never saw saw any of them again. But don't you think she only took half the step? She logged out. She made the conscious decision to log out, but she didn't delete it.
2: I don't think it's a big deal. Why? I'm going to say this. Deleting an app takes about one second. Yeah. Installing the app back takes about one second (laughs) or 10 seconds. So she should have. But in the same time, they've only been married for a month. If she isn't active and she really forgot about a dating app, that's fine. Here's I honest thing. if this was like a, oh, one year in, let's see how our couples are doing.
3: Yeah.
2: And they had this file like, you still have Tinder on your phone or, or a dating app? Then I would be like, all right, well, that's not cool.
1: I didn't think it was a problem. When we talked about it two weeks ago, I didn't think it was a problem that she had Tinder because I was like, Oh yeah, she had it. She got into this experiment, didn't think about it. Yeah. The fact that if she truly was like, I'm gonna log out because I'm not gonna use it anymore, that's where I go, Well, you should have gone all the way and deleted it. It's easy enough. You don't have to like cancel your account or whatever you have to do to totally rid yourself of it, but get it off your phone.
2: Yes and no. If I mean, you're gonna if you're
1: gonna take the step to log out. Take the extra step and just get rid of it.
2: Yeah, but maybe she wanted to keep her. I don't know if you delete the uh, app, is your profile gone? Like I don't know how it works. I
1: think you have to delete your. Yeah. If you deleted Facebook off your phone,
2: well, that's you different. still
1: have Facebook. True. Right. True. I don't. I don't. I'm just Listen, saying.
2: I don't think it's a biggie. I don't I think, think it's don't. a big. I don't think it's a big at deal this point, at all. I don't think it's a biggie.
1: Right. It, regardless, Katina kind of feels like Elijah Wan's reaction was a big deal, which it was. She was a biggie. She feels like he crossed the line. The way he reacted, he can be upset, he could be mad. The way he handled himself at that dinner in front of everybody, keeping Katina in the dark, that was an issue.
2: I mean, that's Elijah one. He has issues, as we all know and seen. So, yeah, I'm glad she finally is realizing that because I almost feel like every time something happens, She blames herself. She
1: does, and it's so sad. She's been conditioned, I believe. It's gonna
2: happen again.
1: She she blames herself, and it's so sad because we've seen nothing, and again, we only see what the cameras show us. But we've seen nothing to make us believe she's not a good partner.
2: Yeah, she's a beautiful gorgeous girl. Well, there's
1: more than just looks.
2: Yes, but I'm saying if Elijah one is being an ass, she doesn't need to put up with it. Oh, she's
1: got so many options. Well,
2: she's young. Yes. So I get it. You want to be married. Like everyone wants a partner, someone in their lives. And even people who say, "Oh, I want to be single forever." No, you don't. You say well, that. Don't
1: speak for everyone. I'm sure there are some people who want to be single forever.
2: You uh, Okay, some people do. But I think like most people Seek companionship. Yeah, I, th- I think that's human animals nature. Animals seek yeah, th- companionship. I think that's It's human natural. Nature. It's yeah. not even saying, like, oh, I'm too cool to, ha- to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. No. Like, you, at some point of your life, you need it.
1: Yeah, but uh, if you want to go with the animal argument, I, I don't know factually, but I would say a lot of animals don't settle down with one partner.
2: Some uh, penguins do. Penguins. And Peter penguins.
1: Uh, emperor penguins mm-hmm. they, they give the rock or whatever and yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> beautiful but, I,
1: but in I think in nature I don't think it's natural to just stay with one partner and so if you want to play the animal card I would say alright well then you gotta be polygamous or at least not monogamous
2: or you bang around you see what you like what you and just stick with it like the animals you don't think the animals don't stick around <laughs> no. with something they like?
1: No, you think, like, bears are, like, married just two bears to spend the rest of their lives together? No, but... Exactly. I
2: think they're somehow connected. No. You don't think there's no. a bear, bangs a bear, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this bear is so good. Like, I wish I could just stay with this bear forever.
1: No. Maybe. I don't know. Colin, if you guys know, we don't know anything about animals, but... <laughs> who knows um okay katina breaks down in tears and it's it's kind of sad because she goes i'm a real person with real feelings and to make a statement like that to me sounds like someone has not allowed her which we know to express those feelings in the past and she's just fed up with and just finally breaking down the walls and saying i'm a real person with real feelings you know let me feel let me have emotion
2: and it's heartbreaking and alarming for us and for Jasmina because Jasmina's like Katina never cries. Yeah. The fact that she's this disturbed is alarming.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for
3: sure. It doesn't sure.
2: sit well with me and it doesn't sit well with me either. Mhm. It doesn't sit well.
1: You said it doesn't sit well with me, it doesn't sit well with me either. Now no, you have it doesn't multiple sit personalities? Well,
2: no, but I was I was doing Jasmina.
1: Oh, okay. Ugh. Understood. I'm just trying to follow along here. (laughs) So then Michael goes and talks to Elijah Juan and Elijah Juan is not over this dating app debacle. He thinks he's God's gift to women. He thinks he's God's gift to relationships. He thinks he can do no wrong. He's like, I've done so much for Katina. I deleted Instagram.
2: I Which? Com- why, dude? I, right. Just share photos on Instagram like normal people. Yeah. Why do you like? Why is it a big deal? Because you used to hook up with the mother and the daughter on Instagram through Instagram.
1: Yeah, he was probably using it as a yeah. dating app.
2: I mean, most people use it to share their experience.
1: Oh, you are so old. The Instagram is the new Tinder.
2: Really? Oh
1: yeah. Instagram. What if is- you
2: have your account locked?
1: Well then, no. Oh did you see? But everyone's sliding into everyone else's DMs. All oh, Yeah, the but time. you can
2: also ignore it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I know. But I think Elijah Vaughn was just using Instagram the way the kids are using Instagram these days. So he deleted it and he says he cut his hair. Gee. So those are the two examples of what he's done for the so,
2: reason. So many big steps.
1: And it's all superficial stuff. Mm-hmm. He hasn't he hasn't said anything, "Oh, I've stepped up in provided and cooked for and cared I for and he's yeah none of his examples are actual partner partner i don't know
2: it things. bothers me that he talks about the things in the relationship in particular as someone who knows it all he's like you know what like katina she's a smart woman she has the common sense she knows she was wrong like i, I know it it's like no you don't no, he's, he's... It's just, yes, she's a smart woman. She does have a common sense, right? But the way he says it, say, things like this, it's just, it wraps me the wrong way.
1: Right, no, he does think it's his way, or the highway, but he does think he's a know-it-all.
2: And he does this a lot. He says something nice about Katina when he's upset, but he, like, turns it against her. Yeah. It's like, he uses it against her, and it's such a manipulation when you talk say oh yeah she's beautiful but Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. it's crazy it's like you see something nice but you spin it around and it's so crazy
1: yeah well that's the it's the age old compliment before you critique but yeah
2: really is that a thing you always
1: give a compliment I do that too you always give a compliment.
2: First. That's very true. It's yeah. very true. I just didn't know it was a thing.
1: Oh, it's such a thing, and it's a good thing. Usually, it's a good thing. Usually, but um, yeah, I think he's using. You do it. it too. You should do it, really. Just so you know, you're you're coming from a good place. It's Look, also
2: called sugar coating.
1: No, that's completely different. Really, that's completely different. Yeah, sugar coating is is you're you're putting sugar on what you're about to tell. I think complimenting someone being, oh, she's beautiful, but she's crazy. That's just, those are two completely different things. True. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Michael kind of becomes the voice of Katina here in this conversation and says, well, she told us she doesn't use the app. She forgot it was there. It's as simple as that. And a this is where he goes, nah, I don't buy it. Like, it's very easy to log on and log off. I used to do that.
3: Oh, so
1: he's not buying the whole she was logged out, which means she's not using it. Well. He thinks, eh, no, you can log, you can log back in, which is true.
2: Yes, but it, he shouldn't be making a big deal out of this, and but he is, and he also makes a big deal out of we've been married for a month.
1: I just think, and it's it's telling here because he says to the camera. Uh, Katina could be one foot in, one foot out of this marriage. That's where his mindset is when he sees that she has this app on her phone. I think it all comes down to a lack of confidence. I think he's got this beautiful woman, this smart woman, this kind woman in front of him. And he's not confident that he is man enough for her. You
2: see, I don't don't think that. I think he... Things that he's so good. No, he's that's such a, such, catch. a fa-
1: that's such a facade. Really? He, I said it from day one, from the moment we met Elijah on aka Isaac. He thinks he's this badass playboy. And he's not. He wants to be. It's a facade mm. because he's got no confidence. He's all it's all show. It is all for show.
2: He is a hoe for show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's a hoe for show, which is uh, not Michael Scott, but it is. It's another Steve Carell quote from the Forty Year Old Virgin. Good movie. He's a hoe for you. You said that. You said he's a hoe for show. (laughs) That's when he goes speed dating, and then I forget the other characters. Like when did you
2: watch it?
1: You've never seen Forty Year Old Virgin. I have,
2: but years Uh, ago. So I don't. I don't. I can quote The Office, but I cannot quote. Oh, the Virgin. So
1: the, <laughs> the Forty old Virgin, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like a
2: it's it's a mouthful. So like a
1: bag of sand. It feels like a bag of
2: sand. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. Oh
1: my gosh. We'll we'll have to watch it again. So many quotable, so many quotable moments. We'll watch it again. Okay. That's
2: what made Michael Scott famous. I mean Steve Carell.
1: Sort of. He did a season of The Office and then yeah. he went and he did Forty Old Virgin.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's what they say. That that's how he is. Star skyrocketed. I guess. It pretty good, right? Yeah.
1: Um, so, cut to Katina and Elijah and they're self filming. And they said they had time to cool off, discuss the situation, and now they're on better terms. And Katina says she understands why Elijah Juan got upset. And Elijah Juan understands he needs to control his emotions. So, quick to forgive here, I suppose. And you, you hope it, you hope it lasts. Mm-hmm. But these, these couples are very hot and cold.
2: Very and it's hot. It's a and lot cold. of
1: forgiving and, and then getting into another argument. But you keep your fingers crossed. It's a new day. Elijah Wan's old coach, Coach Max, Coach Mac, Mac, Coach like, Mac, Return Mac. of the Mac,
2: like iMac,
1: Return of the Mac. Yeah, he comes over to talk, and Coach Max says says something which I like. It's important to play with emotion. But don't let emotion play you. It's very wise, mm-hmm. Coach Mack. And, and yeah, because Wan's filling Coach Mack in on the whole situation and how he got heated.
2: And if you wonder why Coach yeah. Mack, apparently he's like a father figure to Wan. Yeah, he was a coach. So? He's his,
1: he's his old coach. It's, I mean, they, coach,
2: m- I, they must have been closer than Yeah, that. yeah.
1: But I think a lot of people, you know. They turn to their coaches and...
2: Where, where did you get a coach?
1: What do you mean, where do you get a coach? Yo. From, from a sports team. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think coaches come from?
2: I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I've they, never they, had do a, have,
1: they do have sports in the Czech Republic, don't yes, they? Yes, but
2: I've never had a coach. You've had never a had trainer. a trainer.
1: You've never had a coach?
2: I had an Aquabella. Um, Excuse me? Synchronized swimming trainer for <laughs> a week.
1: You don't call that your coach? You've no. never had a coach?
2: No, it's a trainer. Oh. We call it trener, trainer. Trainer.
1: I've had many a coaches no, and you can, you can get very close to
2: No one says coach.
1: In Czech there's no coaches? No. It's I'm sure there is.
2: Trainers.
1: Who do you think leads? We
2: call, it, we call it trainers. Come on.
1: No, that's a completely different position. You don't think a hockey team in the Czech Republic has a coach?
2: Uh, it has a trainer.
1: Interesting. I think the word might be
2: trainer. trainer.
1: Okay, but uh, but they are a coach. They're, they they coach you they lead you they they may call it a trainer but it's the, still the same position right mm. you they, you look up to them they lead you there's a a fatherly
2: maybe bond we say coach i don't or know or
1: motherly if it's a female
2: i don't who, know who knows
1: anyway this is coach mac and it was it was elijah Juan's coach and they forged a bond and so now they're talking and elijah Juan blames his reaction his behavior on being a passionate speaker <laughs> okay, that's some bullshit right there. Elijah. Oh my gosh,
2: he sure is a speaker.
1: Passionate, Passionate. He passionate.
2: does talk a lot, so maybe it is his passion.
1: But just like yelling at your wife because she doesn't cook, you can't blame that on being a passionate speaker. But passionate asshole.
2: Coach maybe. Mac is like, yeah, I know there is no bad bone in your body.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm not gonna say there's a bad bone. In Elijah's body, there's some misguided bones. I don't think he's a bad person necessarily. No, 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 no. But
2: I also don't think that he ever yelled at Coach Mack to cook him some breakfast.
1: Right. But that doesn't so. make, that's not a bad bone. I don't think. No. I don't think that makes you a bad that's person.
2: A, it makes you an asshole. Makes you an
1: asshole. Right. Um, and so Coach tells Elijah, Juan, watch what comes out of your mouth. And he goes, it's not bad to get mad, it's just more about how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, Coach Mac, I would say it's not bad to get mad if there's a reason to get mad. If you're getting mad because your wife's not cooking you breakfast, that's an issue. Yeah. So uh,
2: I mean, we don't live in the 1800s, Elijah. One. Yeah. Even so, then, I mean, so
1: sometimes it's bad to get power. mad. Yeah. And sometimes it's bad to get mad. And here's the other thing I'll say about Coach Mac. I didn't see a ring. On his finger, I don't think I don't think he's necessarily married.
2: I mean, if he plays sports, mm-hmm. you don't wear your wedding band to the gym. I don't either. He wasn't at the gym.
1: He was at the dinner table preaching about marriage. Yeah,
2: but maybe he hit the gym right before.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: Maybe he was coaching someone right before
1: i'm just saying coach mac if you want to seem like an authority on relationships and marriage wear your wedding ring
2: i mean maybe he's divorced but he has a girlfriend now but he's not ready for the next step uh-huh. so they're just dating
1: okay i, I just found it I found it a little odd but
2: not okay. everyone needs to be married
1: i agree but he's coming here to speak on marriage and relationships
2: i mean he is a coach
1: yeah, like a football yeah, coach. Yeah, once
2: you're a coach, you can coach anything.
1: <laughs> so not true. <laughs> you know nothing about coaches. Okay, noon night. Katina's out with Anna, her sister-in-law. She couldn't make it to the wedding. So now Katina is showing her photos of Elijah Juan on her phone.
2: Did we see Katina's brother or sister?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't
2: remember. But like, anyway, like she years couldn't ago, make it. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, this is her sister-in-law.
2: Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know. But she had to marry either her brother or her sister.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know how family trees work. But Anna's here, and she approves of Elijah Juan and is curious as to whether or not they have consummated the marriage.
2: And they have not, which I still can't believe that.
1: I can't believe it after the sex episode when Elijah Juan basically threw Katina over his shoulder mm-hmm. with a strap-on around his waist and a ball gag in her mouth. And they didn't they didn't go seal the deal?
2: I also, like, okay, they live together. They are close to each other. They sleep together. It's been a month, right? Let's say he is not that attracted to her, if that's the case, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Get a couple of shots of tequila. You're going to be attracted to your pillow. Jeez. So I'm surprised they haven't banged. I'm, I'm just being honest. Yeah,
1: and because it's not Katina who is pumping the brakes either. It's She's, him. It's completely it's him. It's
2: the self-proclaimed Isaac yeah. who apparently banked everything that moved around him, yeah. including the mother-daughter thing.
1: You cannot get but, over the mother-daughter uh,
2: thing. am well, I almost feel like he made it all up.
1: Yeah, next round of never have I ever is going to be never have I ever had sex with my wife. That's going to be the next round of never have I ever.
2: Because I think he's the only one. Yeah,
1: uh, Michael Jasmine.
2: Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: Um, but Katina says I don't think I can go to the end without getting intimate. So she she's ready for it. She wants it
2: absolutely. There's
1: something I don't I don't buy the whole. Well, I want to get a, another connection. Go- I want to get an emotional connection going first. It's like you've been together for a month now.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure they all like based on what. Isaac or Elijah one was saying about himself he used to bang everything and everyone right which so I now,
1: get that I get yeah but now let's say, that. now
2: it's not just like oh I'm just I just met her let me bang her you've been together for a month you're yeah. married you live together you do things together there is a connection so I what's get. stopping you I
1: get the intent I get the, oh, I used to bang everybody on the first date. I don't want to do that again. I want to develop a relationship. I get that. But okay, maybe for the first week or two, you do that. Now you're going to get to a point where it's hard to cross over into a physical relationship mm-hmm. because you haven't yet. Yeah. You, you've been pumping the brakes so much that you forgot how to put your foot on the gas. So I, I mean, I, the one l- month. Y- one month's gonna turn into two months. Two months gonna turn into three months. It doesn't seem like they're. If they didn't have sex after the sex e- episode, when is it gonna happen?
2: Well, um, if they don't bang before decision day.
1: Well then, Katina's made her decision. She said, "I can't."
2: Yeah. Oh, I I'm can. with her. You gotta, right? you gotta taste the wedding cake before the wedding. <laughs> nice.
1: Nice. Um, so Katina brings up the whole dating app debacle to Anna and how Elijah reaction hurt her, but she says she's over it. She says they're in a better place now. And she says she learned I have to be calm with Elijah. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: she hopes Elijah has learned how to act with her.
2: Yes. Well, Anna has an advice for her, right? Which I like. You might hate it, but oh, I like it. Okay, she why, says, why
1: would you think I would hate it?
2: I don't know, because sometimes we and I don't agree, but let's hear it, right? Okay. She says, just, just have fun together because you both married a stranger, which is so true. And what Katina is telling her about all these like crazy things, like, yeah, he's so annoyed over the dating app. Meanwhile... They should be getting to know each other and have fun to see if they can work it instead yeah, hate, of being getting worked up over something that's honestly, it's just silly.
1: Yeah, I hate it. You're right. I hate that advice. <laughs> um, yeah, fun. It's important to have fun, but it's also important to have real talk and real conversations and not just laugh everything off. And so, yeah, Anna. I, I don't totally she agree didn't with
2: that. She say laugh it She said have fun. Have fun.
1: Yeah, have fun. Okay, have they fun can Go with-
2: do mini golf. Have yeah, fun. Uh, go, El-
1: Elijah wants yelling at you to clean the apartment and cook. Just have fun with it. Have Put some music no, no, on. No, no. Put some music on. Have you
2: dance see, around. Have fun with it. You didn't hear what I heard, which is good. Sometimes you and I can have different point of views. Yeah. She meant both of you have fun together. Not Elijah on the other and how uh, yeah, you roll with it. No, the two of you have fun instead. Oh, sure. Easier said than done. Well, then tell that to
1: Elijah one, because this guy, I don't think I've seen him have fun since his bachelor party when he was on stage with the stripper. Maybe that's the
2: issue. He doesn't know how to have fun, but he should. As an example, and I'm sure many of you guys as well, I always have fun with you. Whatever we do, we make it fun, right? Yeah. I mean, there are tough conversations we have to have. Obviously, we have them, but later on, we have fun again. We right. don't just have tough conversations all the time and then being mad at each other and then making out. Yeah. And then having the tough conversations together. They don't have fun. That's I guess it's why I'm true. trying to make this. I guess point. it's true.
1: We are fortunate in the fact that we just naturally have fun. Yeah. Like we were cracking up last night. I forget why.
2: It was because I told you I'm getting up at oh, 5 30. Yeah. We
1: said that earlier. Yeah, I was <laughs> dying laughing and we and we just had fun together for no reason. Some people, I guess, need to make an effort to have fun. Yeah. And yeah, so then that is good advice. I, I take what we have for granted sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you have to say, you know what? Today, we're putting the chores away. We're going to go have fun. We're going to go have a date night. We're going to have fun.
2: And I did.
1: They did. Taco
2: Tuesday. They did.
1: And let me say, at first, I was like, oh, shit. These tacos look amazing, Katina. I-
2: I did think the same. I thought she until, made the tacos. Until I saw the box. Yeah.
1: I was like, <laughs> I was like, you definitely cook, Katina. I was like, yeah, this is not your first time cooking. But it was takeout. Mm-hmm. And apparently she does Taco Tuesday every week with her friends, or she did before.
2: She Which I think you and I should do.
1: Tinder Tuesday, she probably also did. Um, but <laughs> no, no longer. How do you do Taco Tuesday and still have that body, Katina? That's what I want to know.
2: Oh, uh, me too. Every single time we do
1: a burrito. I end up looking like a burrito.
2: I end up looking like a burrito the next day. Yeah, soft
1: shell. <laughs> yeah, so they're doing Taco Tuesday. They sit down to eat and they talk about growing up. And here's where I go, Elijah Juan is this nerd who puts on this show that he thinks he's this playboy. He thinks he's this badass because Katina tells a story about how she got in trouble at school and her parents wouldn't let her stay home or something. So she ended up getting locked in a room at school for three days because she was in trouble. And so they wouldn't let her participate in school.
2: For three days. She was
1: locked in like a closet or something for three days. Yeah, yeah. I don't
2: buy that. But moving on.
1: So then Elijah wants like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in school, I had my friends Chris and Darrell. And, uh, <laughs> and one day we all said we had to go to the bathroom. But we actually just hung out. <laughs> it's like, oh no, you didn't, Elijah Wan. You rebel, you. You said you had to go the bat you said you had to go number two and you just hung out. Oh, you badass. Like that's his story. He thinks he's this he thinks he's this tough guy. He, he's he talked
2: a lot too. You could see how nervous he was.
1: Yeah, he's he's this nerd, and I say that as a term of endearment. Like I love nerds. I love heady people and smart people and kind people and Passionate people, but he's hiding behind these tattoos and this mohawk, and I don't think that's him.
3: Hmm.
1: I I think he's the guy who said he had to go, Mister Mister Smith. I have to go potty, (laughs) and then he goes and hangs out with his
2: buddies. What's your badass school story? (sighs) Do you have any? Because you are kind of a nerd. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) So yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. I don't. I must have some story, but off the top of my head, I don't. Do you have a story?
2: Yeah, but I think I've told it before.
1: High level, and I'll let me. I'll tell you if okay. you said it.
2: I was selling water snails in school yeah, for money. Yeah, you
1: told us about your shell business and then, your shell company.
2: And. My parents got called to school.
1: I mean, I sold fake IDs in high school.
2: Oh, you see, that, but I don't you're a bad boy. But
1: I don't think that's. You like ever got
2: school. caught? Did you?
1: No, I never got caught. But see, I don't think I that, got
2: caught because everyone had a little plastic bag with water snails and.
1: Yeah, my parents were actually proud. they were like, "That's so creative! Look at you selling fake IDs."
2: <laughs> I would go to
1: Staples. I get them laminated. People love.
2: No them. one said anything ever. No, no,
1: that's pretty good. That's a pretty good. Uh, little business there. I'm like creed on the
2: office. Did you get paid? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. What? Oh yeah. What I would do. And long story short, my sister is four years older than me. She went to college. And so I was 16, 17 or whatever. She went to college or no, I was probably like 15. She went to college. She got a college ID Mm -hmm. and she came home and I looked at her college ID and it just said her name. There was no date of birth or anything. So I scanned it into the computer and I added a date of birth to people. Okay. I would type their name, their date of birth. So it
2: wasn't a driver's license. I thought you were faking a driver's license. I was faking college
1: IDs and the IDs, they didn't have birthdays on them, but I would put birthdays on them and they (laughs) they worked.
2: Oh, wow. They
1: worked. They worked every, never got turned down. Look at you. Yeah. So that's not a school. Story, but uh, yeah, that did some things in my days.
2: Well, look at you, such a bad boy. All right, okay,
1: bad boy for life. All right, that is Katina and Elijah. One. Let's move on to Lindsay and Mark the sharks.
2: and all the other sharks, <laughs>
1: all the cat sharks,
2: all oh, the cat sharks.
1: Yeah, oh, okay, we got a we got a whiteboard situation over here. I don't know how you feel about. Whiteboard. I think
2: it's a, it's a call for help.
1: Oh, it's a cry for help. Oh, yeah. The whiteboard? Yes. Interesting.
2: I, this is how I feel, and you guys can totally disagree, and it's okay. Whiteboard, I would make it maybe for myself, just to kind of organize my thoughts, right? Almost like a planner, right? Yeah. I would not share a whiteboard with you to be like, and on Wednesday, 5.30 p.m., we're going to go and have pizza i feel like that takes the fun out of everything it's like every friday we're gonna cook every saturday we're gonna clean you know what shit happens life happens if for me if you couldn't stick to the whiteboard i would get anxiety Mm -hmm. right you can talk about things and be like hey let's try to have date nights on fridays let's try to clean on saturdays but if something happens, we'll reschedule. I yeah. think whiteboard is very dangerous if you cannot stick with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you should leave a little room for spontaneity.
2: Absolutely, I would say.
1: But yeah, that's interesting. I didn't see it as a cautionary tale, as a cry for help. But now I, I kind of do. It's like things are so off the rails. We need some structure. We need some order.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I can get. I can. Listen, guys, I always say, I'm going to go to the gym every 5.30 p.m. As John say, I go like 10% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then I try to go. I go several times a week, but I try to go over lunch. I go at night. I go whenever I can because life happens. So I always oh, sleep, stop.
1: sleep happens. Sleep, I'm tired,
2: like okay? I, I do a lot. You do a lot. So I just cannot get up. But... I plan on it. I try, but then I move on. If I had it on the whiteboard, then I would be so frustrated just with my failures
1: staring you in the face. Yeah,
2: and then you know, sometimes we talk about like, "Hey, let's go out on Friday night. Let's have a dinner." And then it's Friday and I'm tired and I'm like, "Hey, like, let's just, you know, stay at home and let's watch a movie. You're cool with it?" Yeah, let's do it because we just decided it together. If it's on the whiteboard, I would be like, "Oh damn! Like we already planned this." Well, here's you the see, thing: this whole thing is just. Ee.
1: I don't mind the idea of the whiteboard. I don't mind planning a little bit or delegating, which I think is the intent of the whiteboard. And I was surprised Lindsay actually liked the whiteboard because it's sort of taking control from her. Lindsay usually likes to, Lindsay is the whiteboard, and she usually likes to say, "You're doing this. You're doing that." We're doing this. We're doing that. She's fine with it, but she quickly takes control of it. And she basically just ends up commanding and demanding what the whiteboard will say.
2: Well, she loves that he thought of it. She loves the idea that he's thinking about how to improve the relationship.
1: Did you? Because I didn't write down anything the whiteboard had on it.
2: Well, I just wrote down what Mark was saying. They will use it for. It. He was like, you know, we'll put down when we work, when we go to the gym, shopping, cleaning. Yeah. And that's why I yeah, think it's okay, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of ridiculous. Same thing. Like, yes, we can say, oh, let's go to Costco on Thursday. But, oh, my gosh, Thursday is very busy. I have a headache. Let's go on Saturday. Like,
1: yeah. ah! I get it if you have kids, and it's like, we got to take Tommy to soccer Absolutely. practice on Thursday. That's I a, got a haircut on Friday. I got That's s- a whole
2: different thing. That
1: I get. That's a calendar. Absolutely.
2: That, th- yes. That's a, a calendar. calendar. Yeah. But be planning things that...
1: Should ah! happen naturally.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And things that can be moved. If you don't clean on Friday, but you clean on Saturday... It's okay. The right. world is not gonna fall apart.
1: But if you put it on the whiteboard, it becomes an argument.
2: Absolutely. We that's said really, we were gonna
1: do it Friday, and
2: that's my—that's what I'm trying to yeah, say. you're yes. setting
1: yourself up for failure.
2: Exactly. I usually clean on Saturdays, but hey, sometimes I'm like, oh, screw it, let's go out to a brewery, and I'll clean tomorrow, right? Yeah. And it's okay. But if it was on the whiteboard, I would be like, oh my gosh, like I planned this in advance it's oh now i have to do it but i don't want to do it i want to hang out like yeah no so much anxiety
1: what do you think about Lindsay's unplugged daily request a a no phone no internet just unplugged undivided attention
2: i love it okay we do it not not exactly as she said but
1: it's it's more of an unspoken yeah we're having dinner no food or sorry no food no phone.
2: <laughs> that would be a bad dinner. <laughs> be a
1: terrible dinner. Yeah, no phone, no TV. Um, yeah, unplugged. She probably has an uncork daily request, also where she just <laughs> spends a, spends some alone time with a bottle of wine.
2: I mean, yes, we do it. It's an unspoken rule in our house, but for them, they do need to talk about things, and I think talking about things is good. Planning things is good, but planned. In a way that okay, well, if we cannot do it, it's okay. Let's let's move things around, right? Yeah.
1: I also see the whiteboard starting as a conversation. Okay, here we go. Mark's wants, Lindsay's wants, and then evolving into just well, while Mark's at work, I'm just going to write things on the whiteboard, and it's to be it's going to become a dictatorship board where I'm just going to put things down or going end up doing them, and this is the schedule, and it's not a conversation, it's a demand.
2: Or maybe Lindsay looks at it from this perspective. Are you ready? Sure. She's the boss, right? As a boss, you want your people you manage, you want them to be successful. But imagine they suck. They suck at their job. They have an attitude. They're not good. They don't bring any new ideas onto the table. You're not happy with them very But you're waiting for them to come up with something good, something solid once in a while. And he did. It was the big initiative that he brought to the table. And she's happy. She's rewarding him with this, oh, my gosh, I love it. Because it's like, oh, my gosh, he finally did something that's not terrible. Mm -hmm. Right? Because she's the boss. So maybe this is how she looks at Mark the Shark and his whiteboard. Because... I don't, as you said, she is the boss, so I don't think she necessarily loves it. But I think she loves that he came up with it. Yeah, that. but she
1: she took it over very quickly.
2: Did she? Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> she she started rattling off left and right. Here's what the board's gonna say. Here's what we're gonna do. And, and Mark was just writing as fast as he could to keep up.
2: Well, I mean, he brought it to the table. Yeah,
1: it's it's on him. So then they go grocery shopping, and they have a hundred and fifty dollar budget. Which I don't know if you guys have lived or live in a city, but what's that for? Two days. Uh, yeah,
2: it's literally. It's and a, I Monday through I, Friday,
1: or what are we doing here? No,
2: it's Monday to Tuesday.
1: In New York, it's it's three days you could get away with. I would say yeah, fifty but bucks a day for
2: dinner and sparkling water. Yeah, <laughs> you like, we never cooked breakfast in New York. We always bought stuff, but if we were cooking dinners. And that was like dinner stuff and maybe beer, right? Mm -hmm. That was like $150 on Monday and we were back at the store on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. So Lindsay's grabbing all organic vegetables and foods. And Mark is basically saying... No, no, no to every item in the produce section.
2: Well, she's asking him. She's like, do you like watermelon? Let's get a watermelon. Let's get a honeydew. Have you ever had this melon? Maybe I want to try it. And he's like, no. This guy's never had had a taco. Exactly.
1: So, yeah, he's no, no, no. She's yes, yes, yes. We learn he's a chicken finger man, which, (laughs) which I mean, point, point a chicken finger at me because I'm a chicken finger man. You used to be yeah i'm growing up but they go over the budget and lindsay's upset about it chicken fingers don't break the bank lindsay you you broke the bank so you can't get upset all your organics that's what broke the budget
2: well yes but i get it <sighs> this relationship is that's crazy okay he lost a job right she doesn't want him to work right away. She wants him to take time and find something good, right? So now he doesn't have money. She's the one for paying for everything, which is what she was used to before, living alone, buying whatever she wanted. So now there is a budget because Mark doesn't work, but she sees this watermelon that she wants to get, right? So she being who she is with her personality, she's like, screw it, I'm just going to get it because yeah. that's what I'm used to. Right. And that is the whole system goes down.
1: Right. It's all on her. She had a cart full of fresh organic vegetables it and, is, but- and a box of dinosaur-shaped chicken fingers, <laughs> and she's <laughs> yelling at Mark for busting the budget.
2: She didn't yell at him for no, busting the mad- budget? No, but she
1: was mad about the budget. It's like you I think were- he
2: was mad about the budget.
1: Oh, I don't think he cared. I
2: think he was like, we went over the budget.
1: No, really, it was Lindsay. Really? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it was Lindsay who cared. You think Mark would care? He doesn't care.
2: Well, I think he cares because he's the one who has no money.
1: Right. You She's got, the one he, making He's not paying, money. He's She's not paying like, for anything.
2: Y'all don't give me the honey, dude.
1: He's not paying for anything. Here's, okay, here's where Lindsay gets mad. We get a shot of them self-filming, and she goes, Mark's on the outs for me. Not sure if he can get back in, uh, unless he wants to get in my pants, and then he can he can definitely get back in because I'm super horny. and wicked horny. <laughs> wicked horny over here. But um, apparently Mark ruined $250 worth of Lindsay's clothes by putting them in the dryer. See, and and this is maybe why we don't, us men don't do laundry.
2: I mean, you can ask. There are things that I would never, like some of my clothes that are nice, I don't put in the dryer. I wouldn't know. I don't put some of your clothes in the everything dryer. Everything I
1: own, I feel I like can go in the washer and can go in the dryer.
2: Not everything.
1: Okay, well, Mark, I think, put everything in the dryer and ruined a lot of her clothing.
2: I mean... Some clothes can be delicate and you can definitely ruin it in the dryer.
1: Oh, I know that. I just don't own any of that type of clothes. No,
2: but I don't usually put your jeans in the dryer. I oh. mean, what do you wear? A tiny jeans?
1: Yeah, skinny jeans. I wouldn't feel <laughs> the fit in those. What are you talking about? Um, so, according to Lindsay, it's not just the dryer issue, it is the whiteboard that he's not following. And the job that he's not trying Mm -hmm. to find. He's not following through with anything. So according to Lindsay, he's falling short in every way.
2: Yeah. She's like, I'm just not sure what we're even doing here.
1: Yeah. uh, This is the most hot and cold couple, Mm -hmm. I think. Oh, yeah. Or they at least, they force, they're very, very cold and they force themselves to be hot Mm -hmm. sometimes.
2: I think we said at the beginning of this season that we think they'll make it I almost feel like they either don't make it or they'll say yes on decision day but they will split very soon after right
1: they may say yes just because they don't want to seem like they lost yeah um I yeah I do want to go back to my notes from the first episode because I know we wrote down what we think Mm -hmm. is going to end up I
2: think this their decision will be based on how the day before goes how the last day together if the last day together is amazing they'll say yes and we'll see how long that lasts if the last day is a disaster they won't say yes yeah
1: that's a good point so then we get mark meeting up with his friend erica
2: Been friends for the past seven years she is not the landlord i don't think is she
1: no Why would you think that
2: because I feel like everyone who he was friends with was, like, related to the landlord. I mean, she probably lives. And it was like the, the landlord was someone's mom. She
1: probably lives in the building. No, but <laughs> the the, land, the landlord is, like, his second mom. That's yes,
2: but yeah. also I think he's friends with the landlords. Like, the landlord is a mom of some of his friends. Or he became friends.
1: Yeah, he became friends with this landlord. She was at the wedding. It became, like, a second mom. To there him. was,
2: like, this whole group of friends and the landlord. Okay, moving on.
1: Moving on. Um, Mark's with Erica and filling her in saying, we have some good times. You know, we can watch movies together. We can play with the cats, but there are tough (laughs) times too. And it's usually the same argument over and over again. And Mark basically says, I can't communicate the way I want to because Lindsay will take it the wrong way.
2: Did you get a feeling that Erica was taking Lindsay's side? She was because she ended up saying, you need to discuss how to, how not to hold grudges.
1: Yeah. You got to, you got to figure out a way to give a little. Yeah. She said. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's taking any side.
2: Well, not just from this statement, but like overall, I almost felt like, not that she made it very clear, but I almost felt like she was leaning towards being on Lindsay's side.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's on the side of communication, which is Mm -hmm. a good, it's good to be neutral in these situations.
2: And I was just going to say that because he, she is his friend. Yeah. So if she was saying, oh my gosh, Mark, yeah, you're so right. She's the worst. It would be understandable because she's a friend, right?
1: Yeah. But she doesn't know, right? She doesn't know what's going on behind closed doors. Well, she
2: knows from what what he said. She knows what Mark said,
1: right? There's three sides to every story. So I think she's smart in being neutral and giving advice like, you know what? You just got to, you got to communicate. You got to, you got to give a little and not hold grudges. I mean, that's, that's good advice no matter who you are.
2: There are three sides to every story.
1: Yeah. There's there's your side, there's my side, Mm -hmm. and there's the truth. Okay. You've never heard that before? No. Oh, it's a very common (laughs) saying. Okay. There there are three sides, right? Everyone's got their own. Their, their own angle, but then there's the truth. Somewhere, I mean, I, somewhere in the middle is usually I the truth. I understand what
2: you're saying, like, and yeah. it makes sense, but I yeah. don't think I've ever heard it. That's oh, a great saying. It's, it is. It makes sense. Saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then, okay, here we go. New day. Lindsay dressing up her cats like a shark because she realized her and Mark do best when they're just joking around. So she arranged a shark family photo.
2: And I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a great idea, and I thought that she was thinking of Mark because I don't think she's thrilled about this whole Mark the shark thing, but she did go out of her way. She did buy the cat costumes. She did contact the photographer from the yeah. wedding to come <laughs> over. So it's like, I, I know she's crazy. I know she loses her shit way too often. I know she says things she probably regrets the next I mean, day is, or she doesn't even remember, yeah. right? But... When she does something like this, I feel like she does care.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. She's, yeah, it's an effort. It's yeah. just, she's trying. Um, you always have the question, is it producer driven or is this really her idea? But
2: I think she's crazy enough to be. She's her definitely idea. a
1: crazy cat lady. She's got five cats. That adds up. But they sit down to eat before the photo shoot and, and she's trying to force Mark to try a sauce he doesn't want to try and she can't just let it go. She won't take no for an answer. She has to control him and make him do whatever she wants.
2: Well, wasn't she eating like a bunch of veggies and stuff and Mark the Shark was eating chicken tenders?
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I get that you want to expand his palate.
2: Yeah, I mean. But honestly, take no for an answer. No, no, no. I think she wasn't that wrong. Mark the Shark could have grabbed a carrot, dip it in, tried and be like, ah, I don't like it. That would be the end of the discussion. The fact that he's like, no, no, that literally, he's like a kid, right? If he was a child, I would be like, oh my gosh, like, sure, you're a freaking kid, as an adult, no, I, I, you opposite. don't want to. No, it's the opposite. If he
1: was a kid, I would make him. I'd be like, "You don't know. Like, you're young. Experience this. If you're an adult man, I'm not gonna force you to eat something."
2: He never had a taco. I, I would st- freaking force him to try things. I, I wouldn't.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't affect me that much. Uh, eat what you want to eat, Mark. No you're, no, no, you're, no. you're a grown man.
2: You don't have to love it. Try it. I if know. If you hate it, take a sip of something. Have a chicken tender. But the fact that he doesn't even want to try. I think that's concerning to me.
1: A little bit, but is it worth the fight? Because it becomes a huge fight.
2: Yes, but it's on both of them. She wants him to try. He doesn't want to. I feel like this thing could have been solved by her saying, hey, have a try. See if you like it. He tried it. He said, I hate it. They move on. But you're putting
1: it on him. You're saying if he just ate it, the fight would go away. How How about you offer it to him? Hey, do you want to try this? No, I don't want to. Are you sure it's really good? It tastes like this, that, and the other thing. No, I'm good. End it. Yes. The fact that she's forcing it and it blows up to a... Just like let the man eat what he wants. It's not worth the fight.
2: Yes, but sometimes we go out and I'm like, hey, do you want to try? And you're like, no. Same thing for, for you. But that's food that I know that you would like. It's just you're eating something else and that's okay. Yeah. If you... And we've been there. When I met you, you didn't really want to experience new things, but I was like, hey, let's try Czech food. Hey, let's try this. We went to Spain. Hey, let's try tapas. And you did try it. And there were things that you said, oh, I don't like it, but you tried it. I'm talking about Czech food, right? Yeah. If you just kept saying no, no, I would be like, Okay, well, I mean, I don't understand why you say no. Try it. If you say I don't like it, I'm not gonna ask you again. But
1: can I tell you, you something? The
2: discussion, sure. For the <laughs> most, for
1: the most part, I was correct. I didn't like it. Once I tried it, I didn't like it, so I and, was correct.
2: And that's absolutely fine. But because you tried it, then I, I was like noted. He doesn't like this food. I won't ask you again because yeah. I know you ha- you tried it. You gave it a shot. You don't have to love everything, and that's perfectly fine. The thing is that you did try, and that's all I wanted. Yeah. You tried without arguing with me. You had a taste. You're like, oh, I don't like it. This is not my thing. Cool. That's fine. It's my thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think we should all try things. I just don't think it's worth the fight, which is what this turns into. turns into this huge fight where Lindsay goes – not once are you looking at what you can do better or where it went wrong. And Lindsay's like, I feel like there's nothing more I can do. She thinks she's done everything. She thinks she's the greatest. And Lindsay ends up getting up and walking away. This is what, a, blame it on the sauce. Sauce, 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 sauce. sauce, sauce. No, it's blame it on the alcohol. But blame it on the sauce and not even the alcohol. This is what a sauce did. This is, this is the argument that transpired from a sauce.
2: You know how I said on one of our podcasts that I don't think relationships are a roller coaster?
1: Ours or in general?
2: In general. I said a lot of relationships are baby coasters, right? Uh-huh. This, this thing is like the craziest thing in Florida that a person just fell out and Jeez.
1: died. Oh, boy. Too soon. Too soon. I don't I'm not I
2: making fun of it. I'm saying how serious I don't think this that
1: was is. A, like, yeah, this is extremely toxic.
2: A, ag- extreme.
1: Like extreme
2: roller coaster. Chris and
1: Alyssa, they decided to part ways on their own, and the experts were like, "Are you sure?" And they're like, "Yes." This relationship, I think the experts should come in and go. You know what? We're ending this. We're separating you. Two. Like a, like a like a referee in a boxing match. Sorry, I know you want to keep fighting, but you can't. I'm separating you. You guys got to go home.
2: You see, I don't agree with that because I think deep down, you think there, this is going to end well. I think the what I think is uh, that. The experts should interfere more.
1: Yes, and they should end this and send them home. There's nothing in these. These experts don't know shit. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, DP. But the, if they knew shit, then they're even more accountable and culpable because then they should be getting involved. They need in saying, help. They need help.
2: I think if they did have some guiding, some guidance. From the experts, maybe they could have managed this better because I think they could be together, but they just they cannot find the right way, they cannot find the right thing to do. I think they both are kind of stubborn and it's just not working out.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right.
2: Alyssa was talking so much shit about Chris, she did deserve to part their ways. That was ridiculous. As much as I wanted see, to on see the opposite on the
1: opposite. She should have tried. They didn't even try.
2: Absolutely. But I wasn't surprised because that was just crazy. These guys do try. They go, as you said, hard and cold. Right. Crazy they tried. roller coaster.
1: They tried and it's clear it's not working. Yes, so let's but end then, it.
2: But then it gets good and then it gets bad and it gets good. I think they need some guidance and if they don't get it, it's not going to be good.
1: Okay. Well, there's a knock at the door. It's... PC, it's not Pastor Cal, it's, it's photographer Courtney, <laughs> <laughs> and it's awkward, it's awkward. And so poor Mark ends up just posing with the cats well, by Well, because Lindsay,
2: Lindsay stormed out. Lindsay stormed
1: out, right? She, she packed her bags and she, she left.
2: Also, let me ask you this. The fact that Mark just went ahead and started posing with the cats... It's
1: a, it's a real mensch that's a real mensch that he just was like all right i'm sure you someone paid for your time to be here i'm sure you got all your stuff together you packed up your equipment you're here i'm not just gonna tell you to go home so he's like yeah i'll get some photos with my cats i'll get some glamour shots with my cats
2: <laughs> well limsy comes back in the middle and she's so mad at mark and i thought she started packing
1: she did she right? did. She she goes into the bedroom. She's packing her shit. And she's like, I'm gonna go to my house for the night. And Mark says, like, I can't change the way you feel, but I feel like things are a two way street. And Lindsay goes, You keep pushing me away. You're doing things that show me you're not interested. You're not invested. Mm. And and Lindsay feels like he pours his relationship. Mark pours his relationship into everything except the relationship.
2: Let's not forget that the photographer is still there. The
1: photographer's still there.
2: And it's a small <laughs> apartment.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is so awkward. And what Mark reminds Lindsay, well, the photographer's here. Like, do you want to do the photo shoot or no? And Lindsay's like, do I want to pretend that I like you? Yes. What? That's what I'm saying. And this. Rela- that's a, such terrible, such terrible language.
2: I mean, don't end it. Otherwise, we will have nothing to watch.
1: I mean, selfishly, don't end it. For another 10 episodes. But
2: I want to see the group hang before they end it.
1: Nah, just, it's,
2: the it, group vacation. If
1: oh yeah, the, the group getaway. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, Do I want to pretend that I like you? And Mark's like, well, it'd be great if, if we did the photo shoot. There's there's five cats. Well,
2: he's trying. There's five
1: cats. We've been here for five weeks. Uh it'd be a fun photo shoot. Five for five. Like Paul. Five for five. <laughs> five, for five. You buy five. You get five. Five photos. He's
2: trying.
1: And Lindsay goes, okay, if you want me to stay for the photo shoot, I'll stay for the photo shoot. And man, the juxtaposition that there's this huge fight going on. Borderline divorce. <laughs> borderline divorce, guys. And the backdrop of the argument is a cat photo shoot where everyone is dressed up as sharks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that up. Uh. You can't make that up. Right, so they it's do so the good. they do the cat shoot,
2: which I mean, yeah, I mean the composition should have been much better. Not I hate best, it. Not I the the best, it. not the
1: best photographer, but that's why she's taking photos of cats.
2: I hope she's gonna like Photoshop the ocean behind them or something. Yeah,
1: it's not the like the yeah the the apartment's a mess. Their lives are a mess. Everything
2: a, is a everything is a, a, mess. a
1: mess. And and the photographer's like, you guys want like a couples photo, just the just the two of you? Nah. Um, and they're like, fine. Oh, well,
2: take- Lindsay! It takes a while for her to say okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They take a couple of photos. It's very awkward.
2: Very awkward.
1: <laughs> That's classic, Angela. Just, just a couple of kittens out on the town. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of kittens out in the town.
3: We love the outfits. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, we need to take a quick break, and we'll be back to round this thing out with Stephen Noy and Michael and Jasmine. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, hello, Steven Noy. All right,
2: Pet Spa.
1: They're at the dog groomer. It's a it's a self groom situation here. Which, all right, if you got to do it, you got to do it. But I thought you thought you brought your animals to get this done by yeah, someone else. But you can else. also
2: do it yourself. You can bond with your animal. You
1: can bond with your animal, which is exactly what steve is doing
2: remember when we were looking at apartments a long time ago there was like this one apartment building that was really trying to sell us on the fact that they had yeah this pet spot like self-grooming thing yeah, and i was like a room. oh we don't have a dog they're like you guys should get a dog you can groom him right here
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you wouldn't have to go to a business exactly so they're they're at this pet spot and Noy thinks this is a way to test Steve's parental capabilities.
2: And he's doing good. He's washing sushi. She's washing sushi. Sushi's being washed.
1: It seems, yeah, it's like, it's seems like it tests your car washing capabilities more than your parental capabilities. They're like spraying the dog down, like vacuuming it, <laughs> like, taking the floor mats out and banging them against the post, like. I was like, is this really parental capabilities? I don't know about this. But then, yeah, smash it like it says. hot as Steve's surprise for sushi.
2: Mm-hmm. The cool flower jacket. The
1: like dog version of a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, but uh it was good. Uh, overall it went well. Noy loved how much Steve and Sushi bonded.
2: Yeah, and they get home and Steve is giving sushi some treats. No, it's like loving it.
1: This episode is really all about the Steve and Sushi bond.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're out with Sushi after the pet spa and Steve and Sushi are bonding and he he makes a comment like he really wants to be appreciated for the effort he's putting into Sushi, which is a little off-putting to me. Like, Why? Why? Didn- Yeah, you're hanging out with a dog. You need to be rewarded for this, Steve?
2: Not rewarded, but Sushi is the dog for Noi, the child, the important part of her life, right? Yeah. The fact that Steve, who doesn't have a dog, but he came into this relationship, just gained the dog, and he's trying, he's doing his best, he's buying the dog Hawaiian shirts, right? I mean, Noe should appreciate it, and maybe should verbally say it. She says it to the cameras. See, does the, she say it to him?
1: Well, it's, it's the verbal thing coming from Steve that makes me question. Because it's one thing to think, oh, man, I wish Noe really appreciated me for what I'm doing for sushi. It's another thing to verbalize it, to to actually say to a camera, I really wish... Noi appreciated what I do for sushi. Like to put that out there in words means he's really feeling it. He's really thought about it. Well,
2: I don't think it's just sushi. I feel like he wants her to appreciate him, period.
1: Right.
2: Because we get home, right? Steve is giving sushi some treats, keeps the bonding going, right? And then Noi goes like, so you're going to cook? Mm. And so he did. He whipped some eggs and bacons and waffles. I'm like, give it me. Give it to me. Uh and they started talking about cleaning, and you could tell that Steve probably does everything around the house.
1: Maybe. It's so hard to tell because this goes back to three sides to every story. Steve says one thing, Noy says another thing, and then what's the truth?
2: Well, Noy says that she doesn't clean, doesn't want to clean bathrooms. She doesn't like doing that. Okay, who did it before?
1: I'm pretty sure on After Party, she said she does a lot, though.
2: Well, yeah, but that's that's her word. We that's never see her doing anything. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, There's, Steve
2: cooks. Yeah. Steve takes sushi out. Yeah. Steve cleans bathrooms. He said, oh, let's split it. She's like, no, right. no I work. And, I make right. the money. And
1: that's And that's noise reasoning.
2: And I think that's so crazy because that's the fact that Steve doesn't have a nine-to-five job will ruin this marriage because that's the only thing she hates about him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that that job is – that's how she's vo- verbalizing and vocalizing it, but it's really – she comes to say, well, it's he's not putting any effort or – he's he doesn't have any drive or motivation so but he, he
2: must be doing something he's besides- dreaming
1: he's he's dreaming yeah. that's what and he's
2: cleaning all the bathrooms gee
1: yeah i mean well steve says the way she's unsure about my employment status i'm unsure how she'll contribute to the relationship mm-hmm. and yeah they need to figure it out because it's always the same discussion it's a it's a
2: it's nonsense. literally the same thing. But Steve said he contributes three times more than she does.
1: Yeah, he said that when he, they were on, on the, the beach, beach with Mark. With Mark. He she, says, I I contribute three to four times more than... No, that should put her worries yeah. to rest. Yeah, he's
2: like, I have a lot of savings. And he's like, the fact that I can pay for everything at the moment, everything's good, should put her mind... At ease. At ease, thank you. I... Here is where I'm kind of like... I get it. Yes, he's right. Like as long as he can contribute and take care of what's going on. Yes. But thinking long term, thinking we're married, right? You need to have a plan. You need to have an idea of what you're going to do if things go down. What you're going to do if one of us gets injured and we get hit with crazy medical bills. What you're going to do? Like you need to have a plan. (laughs) What? Why are you laughing? I'm not being actually serious. What
1: you going to do? Um, I feel like that's another office. It Isn't is. It Michael Scott. <laughs> it's the, the Scotts. Tots what, what was the song?
2: What's she gonna do? What's <laughs> she gonna do? What's she gonna do when they came for you? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, no. That's like. Uh, that's. That's like Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Yeah. What was the Scotts' Tots song?
2: I think that's it. That I just sung it.
1: What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Ah, is that it?
2: I don't know. I mean I really,
1: I really wanna. Um oh yeah, what you <laughs> what you gonna do and make our dreams come true? <laughs> oh so true. What you gonna, hey Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do make our go <laughs> and make a dreams come true?
3: When he doesn't have the money. Yeah. Oh
2: my god.
1: Sorry, what were you saying? As you were saying, I was like, that's
2: that's I was gonna office? say, what you gonna do if, let's say, oh, okay. something happens? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you need to have a plan. Okay, you have savings, cool. Let's say one of them do get injured, and you're gonna blow all your savings on all the crazy medical bills, right? Yeah. What you gonna do?
1: Yeah. On after party, uh, Noy was asked, "Come up with a number. Tell us a number where you would feel more comfortable that Steve's not." <gasps> not working a nine to five and was, I don't know. I can't come up with a number. And, and Keisha's like, come up with a number. Just say, throw out a number, crazy number. No, he goes, 40,000.
2: So he might actually make that by doing freelancing. So I think they should be good.
1: But that was how much in his savings account. That was not how much a year.
2: Oh, oh, how, oh. Much, how
1: much would he have to have in his savings account? 40,000. Oh. That's not enough.
2: Not in Boston.
1: Not in, not, in, not unless he gets a job in like a couple of months.
2: It might be enough in like a tiny, tiny town in the middle of nowhere for a year, maybe. For a
1: year, yeah, sure. But
2: not in not to in Boston. To pay for rent, like, what, and three, three and months in Boston.
1: Forty thousand? How much yeah. do you think rent is? Ten thousand a month?
2: Well, I mean, okay. No, the rent 4, you could 000?
1: yeah, two to three not thousand plus
2: food plus all. Okay, six months in Boston, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. On, oh, a budget, sure. on a yeah. budget.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. if She didn't want to sound like a gold digger or something, but she said forty thousand. I was like, oh, I'm sure he has forty thousand. I'm sure. Like he, he has a good job or had a good job. And yeah, but exactly. If something goes down, if someone gets injured or God forbid something worse medically, yeah, 40,000 is not going to, that's, especially with health insurance. And
2: that's yeah, that's no. a, that's a medical bill for something yeah. a little more serious. Yeah.
1: Okay. So then here's where it gets interesting. It's a new night. Stephen and Neuer at home. They're having a private conversation. The Nest camera is filming and they're talking about life after the show. And Noi apparently said she doesn't want to move in together after decision day. Okay,
2: so here's my thought. I think the whole no job situation got to her so badly that now she's like halfway checked out because she was the one who said, I love you on day two. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, I don't even want to like move in together. I mean, what's what's the rush? That's coming from someone who's like, I'm so over this.
1: But here's the thing. She wants to stay together. Does she? Yes, because if she didn't, she would just say no on decision day. The fact that she's bringing this up means I'm preparing you for our future. Mm -hmm. And in our future, we don't necessarily live together right away. If she wasn't into him, if she wanted to end this experiment in four weeks, she would just go about her life. Do what she does, and on decision day, say no.
2: I just feel like she doesn't want to say it, but she's she doesn't say about
1: no. Who,
2: okay, who if you love someone, right? Who wants to stay in different apartments? Oh, 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 okay, 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 you ready? She wants to test him if he can pay for rent.
1: Interesting theory, but no, she goes on to explain it later, and I go, ah, this makes sense. She was in a relationship where she invested everything into this relationship. She moved in with this guy.
2: She moved to Boston. She moved to Boston
1: for this guy, and it didn't work out.
2: Mm.
1: And so she had she was left with nothing. She had to start over again. So I kind of get it. She's she's rational enough to realize, you know what? This is an experiment. This is whole thing, I know we're married, but it's an experiment. At the end of the day, we will have been together. We will have known each other for two months. If I move in with him and I get rid of my apartment and this thing doesn't work out, I'm starting over again. All right.
2: I understand what you're saying, but there is one thing that you can say, hey, I'm going to keep my place and let's see how things are. But there is another thing that she said, let's all just live in our own apartment. I know,
1: but... I'm sure the show is paying for the mutual apartment now. Mm-hmm. After decision day, you're going to have to pay for your own apartment. So now she's going to be paying for two places. I mean,
2: he said he has money. He contributes three times. So you're going
1: to make him pay for their mutual place and then her pay for her own place.
2: Yeah. Okay. If, if that's-, that's how you feel, but don't say, oh... I want us to live in separate places saying, let me keep my own place. Let's see how that's things fair. are because we have a rocky relationship. That's fair. I want to make it work. But in the same time, I don't want to lose everything. Let's test it out. Right.
1: That's a okay. good, have your safety net, have your apartment. Absolutely. You should still like she live together. Said,
2: what if we like, I want us to live in different, let's each have a, dif- a separate place to live. Mm-hmm. That, that's okay. Like, so, And she said so many couples do that uh i don't think so no, i'm like, sure some like
1: two two yeah. celebrity couples do that because exactly.
2: they can I afford think to exactly some people may do it if you are super rich and you're literally so bored that you're like you know like i'm just gonna get my own place for fun yeah no normal people who are in love do that because forget forget money take money out of the okay equ- equation right if you love someone you want to be together. You don't want to live in two separate some, apartments.
1: Some couples have separate bedrooms.
2: Yeah, after 20 years of marriage. Yeah,
1: or a lot of snoring.
2: Or. We know, we know mean, that some couples after, like that. Okay, if after one month or two months after decision day, you cannot stay together in one place, you need your own space, then you do need to break up.
1: No, I'm with you. I, I think that's a great point because when she said it, I said, oh, I get it. You know, you you went all in on a relationship and it left you high and dry. You had to start over again. You don't want to do that again. But sure, you should still live together and then have your safety net of the apartment just so you're okay if mm-hmm. things do go south.
2: I think I'm opening your eyes a lot during this episode. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um,
1: okay. Here's here's a real eye opener. When Noi met up with Sriracha. Mm-hmm. Sriracha could confuse a lot of guys in a dark club. What do you mean? Very pretty, very pretty girl. I
2: mean her makeup was out yes. of control.
1: I'm telling you, in in the right setting or the wrong setting for some men, they that could be that could be a confusing evening. Because <laughs> Sriracha is a True. good Sriracha's a good looking girl. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. So Noi, they're talking, starts with the good. We laugh, we have fun, we can be kids around each other. But then Noi brings up how Steve how Steve wants her to step up around the house. And this is where she goes, I already do most of the cooking. I do most of the cleaning. I do most of the grocery runs.
2: Did you see that, like, so Sriracha was doing this eye roll yeah. most of this time? but all the
3: side eye. But
2: I wasn't sure if she's eye rolling her eyes at what Noi is saying About Steve, like, oh, my gosh, he's the worst. Or Edward Noy is saying about, like, I do all of it, and she's Uh, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I know you, sister, you don't do that shit.
1: No, I think she was eye-rolling at at Steve because then later she's like, let's do a hypothetical where Steve gets a job. Like, she was definitely team Noy. I I,
2: mean, she is her sister.
1: Yeah, she's definitely team team Noy. yeah but um, you can
2: see how the job is a real issue for Noah. it's like the issue
1: yeah and i somewhat get it like take the money off the table let's say he's got a hundred million dollars in the bank but all he does is sit on the couch all day
2: but i don't think he does i think he's dreaming
1: right that's ridiculous <laughs> That's ridiculous. We, we skipped over the part because not much happened where Mark and, and Steve were at the beach. And he's like, no, he wants me to get a full-time job. But if I get a full-time job, that's really going to cut into my time where I can dream about the future. Like, <laughs> dude, you dream when you're sleeping. Close your eyes and dream. Get eight hours of dreaming in a day if you want. But you can't sit on a couch and just dream all day. That
2: is true. That's true.
1: And you can dream as long as it leads to something. What's it going to lead to? Tell me what you're dreaming about. Are you trying to come up with a product? Are you trying to come up with a business? Are you trying to come up with a song? Are you trying to come up with a, an art, an well, artistic endeavor? Like, what are you dreaming about?
2: I think he is doing something. I think he is working on something. I just think... He maybe wants to sound like cool, like there's like free spitting, and he keeps calling it dreaming, which sounds horrible. Sounds terrible. For someone who's almost 40. Brainstorm- I-
1: Brainstorming would sound better than dreaming.
2: Absolutely. But I think he's definitely doing something because, I mean, how would you live if you don't do anything?
1: I think he's got some money in the bank, whether it's $10,000, 100000 or a million. But still, if you had a million dollars in the bank... And I went to work every day and I came home and just saw you sitting on the couch.
2: What if I cleaned all the toilets? Which I do anyway. That's, so. some,
1: that's something. But like, he does that. That noise saying she does most of it. That's what I'm saying. There's three sides to every story. Uh, we, don't know right, the, right. we don't know the truth. But if he's literally just sitting home dreaming all day, no matter how much you have in the bank account, that's unattractive. I want to see some drive. True. I want to see that you have something that, that gets you out of bed in the morning.
2: True. I mean, maybe he does. Maybe you don't say it. But yeah, the job thing is a big deal. I don't think he
1: does because he's the one who says, I got a dream. I can't. Come on. A job would get in the way of my dreams. Me dreaming. Not even. That's the difference. He doesn't even say that a job would get in the way of my dreams. Because then I would go, okay, what are your dreams? He goes, the job would get in the way of my time to dream. (laughs) It's
3: ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right.
1: Full-time dreamer. Okay. Um, Then Steve FaceTimes his sister-in-law, Sarah. And talks about how Noi wants her own place after decision day. And then he brings up how Noi is continually putting a lot of their business on social media.
2: And she did another post about deserving better.
1: The moment you start to wonder if you deserve better, you do. Which I love that thought. I do. If you start to think that, well, you've already made up your mind. You
2: Absolutely. So I,
1: I love the thought. I hate the execution. Grow up. No, I. Community. Well, she said, yeah. if we're
2: doing this, saying that I know there is a there are three sides to every story. Look at you,
1: you're learning too. I'm opening uh-huh, your mind uh-huh. on this podcast too. But the
2: her side is that oh no, it wasn't about Steve, and Bullshit. so, <laughs> Laura, yes, I feel it was, but Laura said you need to just trust her if she said it wasn't about you. Fuck it that. wasn't about you. No, stop that. Stop that.
1: Who was, you're not <laughs> Tony Robbins. No Like you're not a motivational speaker. No one's coming to your Instagram to be motivated. Right. You were posting that about a certain somebody, Steve, and you did it in the past and you're going to do it again. The best, right. The best indicator of the mm-hmm. future is the past. And she did Absolutely. it in the past about Steve. I don't buy that. And what about. else would she
2: be talking about?
1: Exactly. Okay. Right? Okay. Let's let's talk about our last
2: couple. One more, one more, Jasmina and Michael. I didn't think I'd get
1: this worked up about this episode. That's all I'm gonna say. This is I we, mean it's I a feel like sleepy episode, and now I'm all fired up.
2: We I'm fired up. Okay. I think we're giving it some justice for our <laughs> friends.
1: <laughs> I hope so. All right, let's talk about Jasmina and Michael, who are eating dinner at the apartment, and this is where I learned. I don't know if we knew this before. Jasmina doesn't know how to drive.
2: Well, if she grew up in the city, I'm not that surprised. Yeah,
1: no, completely. I lived in the city for. Well, I guess with New York, lived in the city for seven years and didn't have a car for any of them.
2: So. Yeah, I, same thing. I didn't drive when I lived in New York City. I went to college in New York City, and half of my classmates were from New York City. They never drove a car.
1: Yeah, I mean, to have a car in the city is financially irresponsible, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense to have it It's them.
2: also like traffic and shit, crazy cabs. Paying for garages, moving the car around all the time because they clean the streets every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at a certain yeah. time. Yeah. If you don't move the car, they're gonna tow it. You pay four hundred dollars. Been yeah. there, done that. So
1: okay, so Jasmina doesn't drive. Not holding it against her. Michael, very very sweet. He's like, all right, pop quiz. Let's let's study for your permit test. And he throws out some basic questions to Jasmina, and she knows all the answers.
2: Yeah. But she just doesn't know how to drive.
1: I think it's yeah. I think she's scared to drive. I think Which, that's what it comes down to.
2: I think if someone is scared to drive, they shouldn't drive. And that
1: oh age- oh my gosh, let's rewind the tape and go back to you telling Mark to eat the sauce. This is a way.
2: Well, okay, okay. If Mark is gonna eat the sauce, he's
1: scared of eating the sauce. He's no one's scared- gonna
2: die. Okay, but you be- said you said it yourself. People who are scared to drive. Shouldn't drive.
1: No, they should learn to drive and overcome their fears, and then they should get on the road.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Learning to drive in an older age, which is beyond 18 or 16 in America. Yeah. If you are scary, you said you were in a couple of car accidents.
1: I was in a couple of car accidents? No, just me Uh Oh.
2: It's... She is scared, and the older you get, the more scared you get over things. Oh, I
1: I completely agree. That's a
2: really scary combination when you've you've been part of something bad that happened in the car, and on top of that, you're scared.
1: Yeah, but you have to get over your fear and be an adult at some point, and what are you going to do for the rest of your life? rely on other people to drive you around, no, take public transportation. No, you should get
2: over your fear, but don't go into learning saying, I'm scared. Go into that saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to learn. I'm not afraid of this. I'm going to be good, right? Well, that's if a, you that's go, a state of
1: mind. I mean,
2: it is a state of mind, but that's the state of mind you need because sure. if you're scared of something, you go into something new saying, I'm scared of this. It won't be, it won't be good. And it, I don't just talk about driving. I talk about everything.
1: Everything in life. You should be confident in what you're Absolutely. doing. You're gonna if you if you get up to swing a bat and you go, I'm gonna hit a home run, you're gonna get a lot closer to hitting a home run than if you get up there and you go, I'm gonna strike out. It's yeah. everything it's everything in life. If you go in there with confidence, you'll do better at it. But yeah, I just took issue with you saying, like, oh, if you're scared, you shouldn't, you're too old to learn no, to no, drive. No, 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 she should That's learn to said. drive. You
2: need to just you need to change your attitude. You need to look at things like, all right. I can do it. Exactly. I can do it. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. I'm afraid to do this. No, say, I'm going to learn and I'm going to do it.
1: Right. So Michael takes Jasmine out. To a parking lot to try to drive. That's a great. That's a great start. He could have taken her to a neighborhood or somewhere else. No, he brought it to a parking lot. He that's brought great. some
2: cones. Where did you get cones? He got cones.
1: Where did you um, even get
2: cones unless you steal them from drive-throughs?
1: He's a personal trainer. He probably uses cones <laughs> oh, to like that's right. run through and stuff. But he also brought Mr. Feeny, which was a terrible idea. Like, don't bring a distraction. Don't bring a dog and put it in the back seat. I mean,
2: just mean I was like now. Not only my life is in my hands, also Mr. Phoenix. Yeah,
1: I, I thought that was that was poor form. Leave the dog at home. You don't need a distraction, right? You don't need something barking in the backseat while you're trying. trying Absolutely,
2: try. but hey, I'm always there for a dog.
1: So <laughs> it turns out Jasmine is book smart, not street smart, because she knows all the answers, but when she hit the road, she kind of froze, and she wasn't the best. I would check to see if she was driving with two feet because I remember when, when my wife got behind the wheel after not driving for a while, and I was like, this is a really <laughs> rocky start to this, to this road trip. And I looked down, and she was using her right foot for the gas and her left foot for the brake.
2: Just to to clarify, I'm used to driving a stick. so And it's mm-hmm. been a while. Mm-hmm. But I drove for to Grand Canyon. I drove for five hours straight. So,
1: but it was a, it was a rocky start.
2: <laughs> it was, but you were like you, oh my John was like oh my god, what are you doing? I'm like
1: and driving? she and she argued with me because in your mind you thought you were right because you are for used a
2: moment, to, yeah, for a moment.
1: You're like no, you drive with two feet, and I was like no, you absolutely do not. <clears throat> and and we quickly rectified that situation. But yeah. whew, rough start. Um. It was a good outing for Jasmine and Michael. It brought them closer together. It could have gone completely sideways. It could have made them fight because when you're in a car with someone who doesn't know how to drive, tensions are high, right? Everything's escalated. But everyone kept their cool Mm -hmm. and it worked out. It was nice. So the next day, Michael meets up with his sister, Claire, and they chat a little bit. Claire... Claire's happy to see what's going on with Michael and Jasmina. She feels Mm -hmm. like they're making progress. They're hand touching. They're flirting a little bit, right? She approves of what's going on. And Michael says, we're finally on the same page.
2: But this is the longest that Michael ever waited to be physical with someone. Mm -hmm. And the someone happens to be his wife.
1: Yeah, well, he goes, last night we scrabbled in bed. And I was like, well, is that some new sexual position the kids are doing? What is Scrabble and Scrabble. Bed? What is Scrabble in bed? Because that sounds good.
2: I think it's the game. I
1: think it's a board game.
2: Teresa, it is a board game. I think it's a board game. In Czech, we call it crisscross.
1: It also sounds like a sexual position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they Scrabble in bed and it was nice. They're having fun. They're letting loose a couple of kids, right? And Claire is like, you should try to make a little move. See what happens.
2: Well, let's see what happens. See what I, you, know,
1: you don't hear that these days. You don't hear that advice these days. It's all about <laughs> consent, consensual sex. But Claire's like, nah, make a move, see what happens.
2: Well, Jasmina's Facetime with her mom. Yeah. Telling her all about it. They're in a in a good place. Yeah. And mom wants to know all the pros and cons. Mom's all
1: about the list. Give me the pros, she give me is, the cons. Yes, she
2: is. But uh, Jasmina says, it's good, it's much better.
1: Pros, he's doing better with communication, Mm -hmm. texting throughout the day, Mm -hmm. which could be a con for some people, but this is a pro for her.
2: But she's not attracted to him. So I'm afraid. Wait,
1: wait, wait. I don't know. I didn't hear that. Yeah. She
2: said, she said, yeah, but it's been a month and I'm not attracted to him. Oh,
1: wow. I heard no romance or deep feelings. I missed the attraction
2: part. So if Michael makes a move, but she's not attracted (laughs) to him.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Uh, Hashtag oh, because too. I think
2: he is attracted to her.
1: Oh, for sure. Who's not
2: <laughs> John?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, I wanna, uh, maybe I'd like to play Scrabble with her. That's all, that's all, I'm saying. That's you, all you
2: could you, probably do with her. You take,
1: it, you, you take it easy over there. I don't know what you're <laughs> trying to say, but um, okay. new night, Michael and Jasmina are cooking. they Speed of cooking, yeah. What
2: I'm very really hungry. Let's oh, okay.
1: Well, we're good. Let's we're talk almost,
2: about cooking because we're, we're whatever. Whatever day, but we're, cooking oh, we're actually good.
1: we're actually cooking with Rao's sauce tonight, which, we I, are. which I saw they had on yeah. the counter. So shout I mean, out to them. we're
2: doing uh, eggplant parm. Yes. for dinner. Weren't they doing? Eggplant parm? They did. It kind of looked like it. <laughs> it was
1: some form of lasagna that uh, looked like it had a little bit to be desired. Well,
2: well Michael was cooking because apparently Jasmine always cooks.
1: He's never cooked for Jasmine before, so he's. But they
2: doing. were having. I loved this for so many reasons, but. They're having so much fun. She's like, joking about, like, dicing the peppers. And that's what all of these couples should do. Just have fun. That's
1: what cooking should be. Yeah. At least early on in a relationship. Open up a bottle of wine.
2: Absolutely. Put on the
1: music in the kitchen and have a little fun. I mean, we're
2: how many years in and I still open a bottle of wine when I cook?
1: I just sit there at the (laughs) counter and watch you do your thing. But I I support you. We hang on. I support you. Yeah. They cook. It's fun. And, Yeah. I mean, that's that's really it. They uh, they seem like they're happy, but Me I too. but I guess if she's not attracted to him, that's an yeah, issue.
2: It is an issue.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. I, I have hope for him still. One Let's of the few see. couple. One Let's of the few see. couples I have hopes for. Because they've
2: been couples on maths where they kind of developed a friendship. They did hang out. They did have fun, but they didn't make it. Yeah. Because being attracted to someone is a big thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I I feel like we're only halfway there. Let's see. Let's see. All right, guys. We hope we made this episode a little bit more enjoyable.
2: I think we did. I had fun. I had fun, too. Good.
1: Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Shoot us a message. Let me know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. Teresa wants to hear your thoughts. She'll be the one responding. Absolutely. Um, also make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening to. It's so easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Yes,
2: smash it like it's as hot as it so and I'm hot. gonna leave it at that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and thank you guys again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, we would love if you could. We really appreciate it. it means a lot to us. So please rate, review, do what you can. Thank you in advance. Thank all right. Thank you guys. I have said it all. Have you said, said it, all? it all? You said it all?
2: Absolutely, don't all you right. think?
1: All right. more than enough, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.